Warning, the following podcast you are about to listen to features horrifying events with graphic details which some people may find offensive, and also extremely funny. We would like to apologize to anyone who may have been offended or upset by these events. Furthermore we would like to thank all our loyal followers who have respected our privacy through these tough times. Much love. Beyond the Ball. Over the weekend, we were made aware of some very unfortunate events that took place. Three days ago, we released a statement as a podcast, and I will read the statement. While we are fully aware of the events that took place yesterday, the 19th of August, 2023, and today, the 20th of August, 2023, further investigation is required and will be carried out in due course. No further comments from the podcast will be made and we would appreciate it if you could respect our privacy and bear in mind that people have feelings and feelings can get hurt. All investigations and results and reactions to these events will be released on Tuesday the 22nd of August on our podcast. Thank you for your cooperation and we look forward to everyone finding out the truth. Unfortunately, we had to delay our podcast a further 24 hours because of the horrific events that took place. We hope you understand and we thank you as a podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to Beyond the Ball. Um, we read our statement there that we released a couple of days ago after pretty much being involved in some horrific events that took place. Um, it's not something that we want to associate ourselves with on this podcast. Obviously myself being a Chelsea fan and Paddy being a big massive United fan. Um, Less than been, it's just like I mean, you know, just, fans, just a big, 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 I was on the holidays trying a bit away, but you're not yeah. to bring it up. Thanks. Um, we're aware of events that have happened throughout the world. There's been 9 11, there's been the Holocaust, there's been Hiroshima, there's been, there's been World War One, World War Two, <laughs> but nothing compares to what me and Paddy had to go through on the weekend when our fucking teams couldn't get a fucking victory and lose after spending a billion. Paddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we didn't spend a billion. We, we spent just under a billion, I think. So, like, we're fairly poor compared to Chelsea. I am absolutely outraged by what has gone on over the weekend. And, Paddy, we just needed a break. And that's all it was. We needed a fucking break. I was in Spain last week, sent in a couple of videos. I come home, I contracted some sort of an infection. I was with my family now. It wasn't some sort of a venereal disease or anything like that. It was a <laughs> chest infection or something like that. So I, here was me in bed with my tissues, nothing lewd going on. It was for blowing my nose or coughing up um, phlegm, saying, okay, I'll watch the United match now. 
and all I used the Kleenex for was to dry my tears because it was such a dire performance. And no, I didn't want to speak to the public. I didn't want to speak to anybody. All I wanted to do was continue being sick. Uh, thought about ODing on my antibiotic, but didn't work. <laughs> I just got better quicker. Yeah. It just made me so much better. And I hated it for it. <laughs> uh, Paddy, actually as well, I did contract COVID last week. So I was also quite sick. Um, so if I'm being totally honest, the whole idea of the, the statement was to get myself out of a hole because I just wasn't arsed putting a video out. I just wasn't able to lift my head off the bed. And I couldn't well, deal with everybody's message. on to the, to the listeners, yeah. the viewers. I didn't want to do it. You know, yeah. I could say COVID can be contracted through the airwaves, apparently. Yeah, you've heard of her first. Allegedly. Um, so, Paddy, that's it. Everybody was a little bit worried. I mean, I put it up and everybody started jumping on and saying, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? A couple of people got it that we were only messing and we were um, just trying to hide from all the shenanigans that was about to come uh, but no it's it, i mean it's it's taken the, the world by storm and so many messages and we really do appreciate everybody that sent nice messages that actually said oh my god is there and i can help you with and uh, let me know if you need anything fair play to them people yeah there's other people that are just pricks and <laughs> thought it was hilarious you know that could have happened um but we also like them people as well because they're funny uh, but so we are that, going to dissect both of those results in this oh podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's that's about to happen. Um, for me, it was a surprise for the United results. Chelsea, eh, not so much, but yeah, definitely the United results was a surprise. Right. Well, Paddy, uh, we're going to jump into the first thing, which is the football <laughs> review. Okay, Paddy, uh, we're going to have a quick review on all the, the matches. We're going to look at results. We're not going to jump into too much depth on most of them. We're only going to brush over them and say what we, we kind of thought of them. Um, first one that we had on the Friday night was Forest versus Sheffield United. 2-1 uh, to Forest. I actually don't, I'm, I'm not surprised at this. I'm pretty sure I predicted this score, but I don't think I put the video out because I was sick last week. Um prove me wrong uh so paddy are you surprised by this forest and getting a win uh tent in the table that's one win and one loss starting off uh sheffield united with two losses are you surprised by either team not so much surprised but it's a, it's a good three points for Nuts forest they don't want to be in the same same position towards the end of the season as they were last year um but they've got united at old trafford next you might go, oh, that's not a hard one, but I do think it's one where they won't get three points. So yeah, it's a good three points for them. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I just I'm the same. I think Forest. I, I was I was expecting them to to win this game. Um, wasn't a bad display against Arsenal. So yeah, fair play to them. Uh, they won. Move on. Probably lose the next one. Uh, next one up, Paddy was Fulham versus Brentford. I was actually shocked by this one, considering the the result for Fulham in the first game, um, which was pretty decent. Uh, kept a clean sheet. Leno got me seven points in the fancy football. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? And then he fucking goes and can see it straight. Um, are you surprised by this one at all, Paddy? Um, not really. No, Brentford were informed him last season. Fulham again were down near the bottom. So no, not really. No. Yeah, and and Wemo, uh, it seems to be banging in goals for them. Uh, one to get in on the fancy. I think he might be going up point two or so. Um, but having a great start the season and. Scored a couple of goals last season, not too many, but um, seems to be flying this season. But it, with Ivan Tony uh, suspended because of the alleged 
well, we don't have to say alleged anymore. He, bre- he breached the fucking betting charges, I think. He was like six or seven months betting. Take him at United. Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, 100%. He's actually a class striker. Uh, right, Paddy, on to the next one. A little bit of a shame. I jumped the gun a little bit on this one. Uh, Liverpool versus Brighton, or Barmouth, sorry. Um, yeah. I had put up an Instagram story when they went 1-0 down, and I thought, do you know what? <laughs> it's a win-win. If they don't win, I've already put it up, and I said, do you know what? I fucking knew it. And if they did win, I got a lot of messages saying, ah, you jumped the gun, which was kind of funny. Um, we we were expecting this one, though, weren't we? Yeah, it's all engagement. But the, the sending off was surprising. People saying that it was a bit um, harsh. I don't know. I didn't I didn't actually see it, was it? Did you see it? Um, do you know what, right? It's after being overturned, Paddy. I don't know if you noticed, but the, oh. the McAllister red card has been overturned. And I think it's a little bit weak by the FA for overturning it. Um, probably it's a very soft red card, to be fair. But the studs were shown, and it did make contact with his shin. So I get that. It's, it's, it is good. I'm, look, I'm all for uh, these type of challenges getting turned over because I don't want to take these challenges out of the game. In fact, I want fucking harder challenges in it. But I was surprised because they don't usually overturn decisions that are made by the ref. Um, so I don't understand. And this, Paddy, again, this goes down to the inconsistency of VAR. How can we get these decisions wrong? Imagine that sending off cost Liverpool the game, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, we're rescinding it. Can't mm. rescind the fucking points, you can't take the points back. So, we, we in this day and age, and I think it happened with well, who was it? Was the United someone had a penalty last week? Yeah, well, there was two United now. There was one in the first game against Wolves where Onana came out, and then there was one for. Yeah. The sports defender that handled the ball, yeah, um, and then we've got the Arsenal game as well, where there was two yellow cards, very soft yellow cards. Oh. He got sent off the defender yeah. as well, you know. So yeah. is that going to be rescinded? I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. The right word you used was inconsistent, and it yeah. definitely needs to improve. It seems to be getting worse, not better. And it's the one thing that even the likes of pundits like Gary Neville and uh, Carragher have always been shouting out: the inconsistency of it is the only thing that bugs them. Like they like the technology; the technology works. Mm. But it's inconsistency because you're you're bringing opinions into it as well, rather than letter of the law. Like let's let's write down some new laws that state a clear indication. Like right, step one: does he get the ball? Step two: is it reckless? Step three: are the studs shown? You know, all these little steps could be like little checklist. And if if four or more of them get a check, then maybe yeah, okay, red card. So I, I think they need to, to bring in some sort of system like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, go on. No, no, I was just saying, yeah, I was agreeing. Okay, cool. Um, Mo Salah misses the panel and scores a panel. It's going to be interesting to see if he's on panels now from now on. Um, sorry, he missed the panel and scored a rebound of the panel. Yeah, he will. Um, I will. No, I know he's he's missed a few now, but I think he'll stay yeah. on him, yeah. Yeah. Um, Diaz also getting on the score. She hasn't actually... People keep saying, oh, Diaz is great. He, watching him play, he actually hasn't been as effective as last season on in terms of on the ball and doing showing little bits of magic. But obviously, he scored two goals in two games, so I find it hard to argue with that one. But um, yeah, he, I think Liverpool fans jumped the gun a little bit on him, but he's he is a good player. Um, anything else to add on Liverpool, Paddy? Um, a game you would have expected them to win, but again, another goal conceded. Um, as a Liverpool fan, as someone I suppose. 
that thinks they will ch- challenge for the title this year with Jurgen Klopp and you know after the drop they had last season I, I just can't say I see them again it, fighting for the Champions League spots but getting nowhere near the top I suppose Paddy will will touch on the the signings of of them for now just just while we're on it um <coughs> so the I, I find it funny that they couldn't get Caicedo they couldn't get Lavia, and then all of a sudden they're after signing Endo, who was the captain for Stuttgart over in Germany. Now, he's been there for a long time, so it's not like he went to Stuttgart because he was like a, a, a favoured club or anything like that. He's at a very, not low standard, but he's not really the the, the signing, I'd say, Liverpool Look, fans wanted to see. L- let's put it this way. I'd say... Of all of Liverpool's signings for that position this season, I'd say he was end of the list. I like that one. Um, but you know what's funny as well? Is that Chelsea have signed Lavia, Fernandez, and Caicedo. And they're still shit. But you know what the three uh, initials spell? LFC. Right, Paddy, we move off Liverpool because uh, because they're shy. Uh, Wolves and Brighton, Paddy, are we surprised by this one? Brighton getting off to another flyer, uh, four goals again. Wolves, I said in our predictions that Wolves are going to get relegated, and this type of result is the reason why I thought that they did have a pretty good performance against United in the first game, but. This is the reason why I think they're going to go down. They just don't have what it takes to stay up. Um, are you surprised by this? And are you impressed by Brighton's uh, start the season? Absolutely impressed by Brighton. Just continuing on what they've done last season, but they've lost some seriously good players like Casado and McAllister in the middle. Yeah. You know, two, two of their mainstays last season um, go, and it just doesn't seem to slow them down. doesn't matter how many players they lose. They just keep rocking on and playing some amazing football. Um, going forward, they look good. Defensively, they look solid, and then they even have some players on the bench that they can bring on to to make a difference as well. So, yeah, I think I think they'll have a good season. And could they push up into the Champions League spots if some of the teams that would be expected to be there continue to flounder, um, such as Chelsea, Liverpool last season, United, if they don't yeah. improve? Yeah, you know, you, you could see Brighton jumping in there, maybe. Yeah, it'd be good to see, and then uh, well, no, Evan Ferguson. Well, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't it? It would if like we <laughs> finished third. Yeah, we would, would if we finished third and they finished fourth, <laughs> like with instead of yours or something. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, so Evan Evan Ferguson as well. There, good a good young a good a good young Irish strapping lad there. Uh, so lo- nice to see him getting in there. He's got a new contract with them as well. So nice to see an actual Irish player playing for a top a top club in the Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. Which I like to call Brighton the top club at the moment because they are performing. Some would say Chris Potter held them back a bit mm. Mm. And, and sabotaged us at the same time. Uh, right, we, we won't get too much in. I'm not getting. I'm not opening that can of worms, Paddy. Uh, <laughs> we're jumping off that one. We're going on to Paddy. I'm sorry. Your catastrophic event is about to appear. Spurs to Manchester United. Yeah. Relapse. <laughs> Paddy. Uh, I suppose we have to ask because he's got away with it at Wolves um, in terms of like Very stealing so. that result. But like, like we said, after that result, that is a sign of 
champions, I suppose. But at the same time, we can see maybe maybe it was, maybe it was just a little bit of luck. But the worrying thing about this match was Tom, Tottenham really dominated the game, a lot of the possession. Second and, half, and, not the yeah, half. second half, second half, much more. Um, but they really dominated the majors work hard and. I don't know what it was with, with United. I think there's a few things that I had wrote down, and I might I might just refer back to them. But um, what do you think is the overall issue at the moment that United? Do you think it's the players, the the formation they're playing, or what do you, what do you think it is? Right. If you look at how we start both games, um, United play best when they've two holding midfielders there, and we just haven't got them there. You've got Fernandez and Mount, and neither of them naturally. Um, a CDM, so you need someone in there to to help Casemiro, which Casemiro has been left as the scapegoat, I think, nearly now. But yeah. considering he's now runners around them, it's very hard for him to control Premier League midfield teams. Um, and then also you've got our wingers and our forward who just look out of place. Um, Garnaccio, one for the future, but he's a player I want to see coming off the bench with 20 minutes to go when yeah. wingbacks are tired. And his trickery then, you know, can get us a goal. Not yeah. starting from the start. We need mainstays, experienced players on the left and right wing. Um, Anthony again. Is it is it him or is he ha- he hasn't got somebody to deliver the ball into because Rashford, thirty goals last season, just doesn't look there and Keane was saying that you know oh he doesn't look like he wants to be there but last season he played there a lot and he did get yeah. 40 goals he didn't he played on the left you know very few times I'm just looking forward till till Highland comes in um pushing back out left hopefully we have a target man then Martial played a behind closed doors game today and um, but we definitely definitely need a target man but it's, it's a sorry sorry state of affairs when we have Martial and Highland as our two only recognized strikers at the club and it's yeah. like was supposedly one of the biggest clubs in the world like why we do not have an, a recognized striker is ridiculous because if we could get Rashford on the left consistently and maybe give uh, Sancho a chance on the right instead of Anthony or if there was more competition there because at the moment Anthony has no competition there yeah. and that's really not going to make you play at your optimum level um, but look at Defensively, defensively, okay. Um, the first half of the game we played, I thought we played better than Spurs. I thought we deserved the lead going in a half time, but our own problem, we didn't get it. Um, let's, as a United fan, take the hundred thousand foot view up above. Now, is it the worst thing in the world? Absolutely not. After two games last season, we had zero points. Um, so we've got three points on the board, two poor results, but things can definitely turn around fast. So I look forward to the next game on the weekend. Can I just right? So from watching the game, I just I just said to myself, Do you know what? I'll make a few notes to just get Paddy's opinions on some of the stuff that I've wrote down. So um, Mount, I just I'm just these are just me uh, bullet points. So uh, Mount terrible again, adding nothing to the team so far. What do you think of of his performances so far? I know that's that you'll think that's me just being boys from Chelsea. No, no, look, actually... look, look, not good, not good, yeah. obviously, but none of the team have been good. Yeah. So, okay. It, it's like if the team were performing well and he was not performing well, it'd yeah, be easier yeah. to, to pick him out, but it's very hard to, to isolate his performance alone when it's the whole team have performed okay. poorly. So, he's not going to be able to really play very well in a, in a poor team. Yeah, fair. 
Um, the next one I have is Bruno going out wide was bizarre. So towards the end of the game, when he made, when he made a substitution, he pushed uh, Bruno Fernandez out on the wing. Um, why would he do that rather than putting Mount out there? Uh, I know Mount's not natural out there, but he has played out there before. Well, Fernandez has played there before as well, but I think he just wanted Mount's legs to help in the center. midfield with Casemiro as opposed to for Bruno. Look, you look, you could you could have played either or you could have done it the opposite way around and played Mount up front and Fernandez back, which yeah. Fernandez deeper, I think, could have been more dangerous. Um, but another issue is that he keeps taking Rashford off of five or ten minutes to go in the match. Yeah, which I, I don't know why Ten Hag keeps doing that. Like he, he would be our biggest threat on the pitch. And especially yeah. with Martial coming on, one of the players Martial links up best with is Rashford. So why he keeps taking them off for 10 minutes to go, it's confusing to me. I don't know why. Um, the other one I had is, uh, you kind of touched on it, Rashford useless through the middle, I think. So that's that's just me highlighting the fact that, well, you yeah. still need the strike so He has to play there nearly because he's have no other option. But, um, but again, this like, season. Like, you yeah. see, <sighs> well, far more be... effective last season out, out on the wing, I think. Yeah, look, the, then, then players, then you see defenses as well. They know at Rashford, if they play a high line, he can run in behind. Yeah, but if they play low, look, he's not great at holding the ball up, so it kind of nullifies yeah. his threat. So he needs to go back out onto the left where he's running at defenders. But then, who do you put through the middle? Look, to be honest, yeah. at this stage, I'd, I'd try anyone through the middle. I would have took Rashford off, maybe, or not took him off. I would have moved him out to the left at about seventy minutes, and yeah. even tried Sancho through the middle. Yeah, yeah, might work there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last point I made was Martinez getting found out a bit more, and uh, he's, he seems to be diving in a lot more than usual. Um, I know he does love a tackle, but he seems to be getting a bit more reckless with the tackles. I don't know whether it's, I don't know whether it's getting this fucking butcher reputation is getting to him, but um, seems to be making a lot more fouls and picking up a lot more uh, bookings and on that. Look, you got you got one yellow card in two games yeah. and for the the goal it was a, it was a mistake which any defender yeah. could make so i don't think he's he's dropping in any way i i, I have every confidence in himself and Varan in the middle of the park okay fair enough uh right paddy we'll move off you know unless you want to add anything else to it no i think i said enough okay, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh right the next one was man city and newcastle paddy a great result for man city and um, was talking to my dad and my brother, who are Man City fans, and they were happier with this result over the other result because they thought Newcastle were really going to put it up to them. And to be fair, they did 1-0, um, a great result. Kevin De Bruyne obviously getting a, getting an injury and the first game of the season usually happens to him. He usually picks up a big fucking long injury. Um, are you surprised by anything that Manchester City have done so far or are you yet right on track? Yeah, you, you, you can't be surprised by anything they do. They just continue yeah. to impress. Um, it's a 1-0 side. What really kind of, I suppose, impressed me was probably Newcastle. Um, yeah. Again, like to only lose 1-0 in the Etihad and, you know, scare Man City, you know, cause them to maybe defend more than they usually would and get a resolute performance. Um, it just shows how far Newcastle have come on now for people to be saying it was a good result for City 1-0 at home against Newcastle. So fair play to Newcastle. That's fair. Um, right, on to the next one, Paddy. Aston Villa versus Everton. We finally got our Aston Villa result that we thought we were probably going to get on the first week of the season. It came against Everton, who looked shockingly bad. Um, what is your thoughts? Uh, this one here, is this what you were more expecting to see from Villa? 
Absolutely. And I look at four different goal scorers as well, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you want as a team, you know. Um, great result. Everton, away from home, they're going to pick up most of their points at home this season. I think Calvert Leon injured again. Um, but yeah, Villa, I think, again, this is, this is what we're looking for. And I think they'll be very strong this season. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with you. I think Villa, 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 I think probably you're talking about maybe sixth, seventh mark. I don't think much higher than that. I don't think they're going to challenge Champions League. I was talking mm-hmm. to um, an, an Aston Villa fan who reckons they might be pushing towards Champions League, but I don't know. It remains to be seen. That's a great result. That's a great way to, to kick it off, but um, I, might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I think for Villa, looking at the manager, um, they're in the Europa League this season, so... That, that could be a way into the Champions League for them. Um, yeah. He is a specialist in the Europa League, so yeah, true. watch the space. Uh, oh, okay, the next one, unfortunately, that we have to go on to is West Ham versus Chelsea. Um, Paddy, it, this, was, this was hard for me because we went one all. It went one all, and happy days. Took a wink, scored a great goal. Uh, cuts inside, buries a far corner, and then we get a freak or sorry, a penalty. And that was the defining moment for me. We get a penalty, it's at one all. Uh, Enzo scores it, we got two one up, and it's a different game. Um, but unfortunately, he missed it and it wasn't the big. So from that point on, it didn't look like Chelsea were too bad on their threat, but then Mikel Antonio breaks through the middle and again. Colwell gets fucking beaten, and I'm, like, I'm everybody I I've seen online. All the fans are saying that Colwell, oh, he's one of us, blah blah blah, and he's great and fucking this and that. There's two games he's made two mistakes and he's caused two goals. Um, now that directly wasn't really the mistake. He kind of still Antonio still kind of beat uh, the then after that with a shot, but I felt like Colwell definitely could have done better, covered covered around a bit more. Um, anyone that's seen the goal knows what I'm talking about because he kind of just bounced off him, but in the on the wrong side of, of the defend or of the striker, and made it very easy for him. Um, from two one up, we we just couldn't score then. Um, just couldn't score, and then we could see it to our goal, and then it's it's fucking it's Cortens. Um, David Player sent off, and we still can't score. So disappointing. What is going on? Um, Pochettino coming in. All the feel good factor. He's have made all these signings. You know the CDM's coming in. You know, so so defensively, you should be solid as a rock. Yeah. Um. But again, like you're you're conceding goals, but you're not. You can't score them. No creation. So um, what what is going on? The one the the defining thing I think, and in all preseason we didn't do it, and all of a sudden we're doing it now is we're playing three four three. I don't know why we're doing that. We we did see glimpses of like uh, Chilwell and Reese James going up really high. Can we just go back to a flat four, please, and just play four defenders? Play Thiago Silva alongside Carwell. Play Reese James, who can't play now, but we'll play. I don't know Diassi or something like that, or Gusto. We have there as well. Probably play out on the right. Is he's probably a better a better option. And Chilwell on the left, and just leave it at that. A flat four. Can we get the three new signings that we have? The fucking the, the billion dollar fucking midfield, Lavia, uh, Enzo, and uh, Caicedo. Um, sit the three of them in midfield, let them do all the work, let them move the ball, which they're very good at. And then can we have Mudrick on the right, 
can we have Madweki? So maybe Mudrick on the left, uh, Madweki on the right, and can I get fucking Jackson up front as well, please? Um, because that's that's what I think is Chelsea's most attacking best team, and let the wingers kind of go on runs as well. And the three that not so much are sitting, Enzo will probably push a little bit more. Um, but the likes of Caicedo, who's going to sit, and Lavia is a little bit more of a defensive player as well. They will cover up both sides of that midfield or of that defense. So that'll be your five kind of sitting there. Okay, um, so, so that's where I think you're saying you you let's see Mudrick. Um, he yeah. hasn't shown anything. Nothing. Uh, very surprised that he. Yeah, I have made me fancy football, Paddy. He was brilliant totally. in preseason. Um, unbelievable, getting the ball, attacking players, and to be honest with you, Paddy, he did come on the first game. Uh, with about 15, 20 minutes left, I think it was, and he got the ball. First thing he done, attacked. Went by three players, passed it, laid it off, ran, and did show actual glimpses. But that was the only time he touched the ball, I think. Um, second game, he came on at half time, And to be fair, it didn't really do much. Um, but he is such a threat when he gets the ball and he goes running at players. He's always getting in behind wingbacks and, and wingers, or sorry, and defenders, um, fullbacks. And he's getting in, he's making them inside runs as well, which, is, which are so threatening. He links up well with Jackson. And I'm, I'm probably a bit surprised... Jackson's probably a bit surprised that he's not started as well because they've been linking up quite well together. Um, now that Chuck Wink is after getting injured, I think this might be an opening for Potts to come in and say, okay, we had a bad result. We might slip back into that 4-3-3. Uh, Chuck Wink is now injured. Uh, Reese James is injured. Uh, we can bring Gusto on and we can probably put Mudrick out on the right or left, whichever he decides to do, which is what I want to see. I do want to see that. And I think Jackson is a massive threat. He's just feeding off scraps at the moment. Raheem Sterling had one of the best 45 minutes of football that I've seen him play against, um, who did he play first? Uh, against Liverpool. Uh, and then apparently very good in the last game. Um, I don't know if people have that opinion or not. I thought he was pretty good, but um, people are saying otherwise. But he doesn't have a, an end product. So that's where I think it kills us. And how do you but, feel about Casado giving away the, the penalty? Look, he hasn't played. He hasn't played um, football in sixty days or something like that, and that's the first what fifteen minutes or something he's after getting. Um, so I think people jumping the gun a little bit too much. Yeah, fair enough. He's we paid big money from him. You don't expect it, but let's let's just let the lad get his feet on the ground, let him settle. Um, we'll see next. Now Chelsea have another. I think the next three games are at home. Uh, three decent enough fixtures that we should be getting results in. Let's judge him off them, maybe. Let's let's not fucking throw him in the deep end West Ham away and we're 2-1 down to, to try to come on and change a game. So um I think let's let's calm down a bit. Uh Chelsea are in a very good position, very good players, very good squad. And I do think that we still the best is yet to come for us. And one last one for you. Happy with the yeah. goalkeeping situation? Yeah, I'm actually liking Sanchez. He's covering the goal quite well, which is something that Kepa didn't really do. Um Mendy done it quite well, but he was a little bit dodgy at times with his feet. Sanchez looks very good, um, solid, and no issues with him. Can't say anything. And apparently we're signing another goalkeeper. I seen it there yesterday um, on a seven-year deal because what else would we give out? Um, so, yeah, I'm happy, happy with the goalkeeper situation at the moment. So, yeah. Um, nothing else to add, Paddy. I think we'll, we'll move on and on to Arsenal. Let's go. 1-0 uh, to Arsenal against Palace. We're going to move this one on, Paddy, because we are about 30 minutes yeah. in and we're trying to keep these uh, a little bit shorter. And we have fans' opinion coming up next. Um, surprised by Arsenal, yes or no? Uh, two wins out of two. 
in championship winning performance if it wasn't for Man City you'd, you'd stick them as favourites but yeah good, good, great result not, not surprised yeah uh, Kai Havertz get the finger out get me a few points in the fancy football will you please thank you right Paddy that is it we're going to jump off that and we're going to go on to a fan's favourite the fan's opinions fan's opinions Technical glitch there. It you was the wrong one. The, it was the wrong one. <laughs> sack that production team. That hamster is not working as it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, back to normal. Normal service has resumed, Paddy. Uh, <laughs> right, so this is the fans' opinions. Uh, this is what you have told us, and this is what your opinions are, and we will comment on them. Um, first one in, I think I said, what's, what's your overall opinion on week one or something like that? Not too sure, but I put something out there. Uh, Darryl O'Grady, 33. Is Evan Ferguson third choice at Brighton? It's concerning. He's a very good player who needs to play. Uh, Paddy, as I said it earlier on, a good strapping Irish young young striker. Um, again, at a top team. I don't mind it too much. I think he, I think Danny Welbeck is kind of keeping him out of the team at the moment. Um, but showing really good promise as a striker. Uh, very impressive. And Paddy, what, what do you think of him? Great player, but he's only 18 years of age, so him being tour choice at Brighton is not concerning whatsoever. Um, you would either expect an 18-year-old to stay as a tour choice at a top club or else go out on loan to a fourth division team. And that he's being kept at the club shows how much they value him. Yeah. Um, he came on as a sub in the fourth game, scored a goal. Um, so he will get chances to come on this season, and I think he's best off staying at Brighton because the manager is good. Uh, it's a good team, good feeling around the club, um, and I think he has a very, very bright future ahead of him. Also, it is good to see, like you're saying there, he's, he's a tour choice, but well, not necessarily tour, maybe second choice, but he is getting the minutes, and it would be disappointing if he wasn't getting minutes, but he's consistently coming on, getting minutes, and even during that minutes, he's scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing him starting a few games now in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, although they probably won't change too much, too much considering they're, they're absolutely fucking spanking teams, so um no watch this space he's going to be brilliant and it's going to be uh going to be great for ireland paddy by the way what do you think of me retro chelsea jersey yeah is that back when you were good yeah well whatever not really yeah, no not really paddy do you want to read on this one how delusional onana was after the spores loss um he can, we, can we name was... the guy can we name the guy the guy wants a well, shout out Thomas here Elliot, i didn't think he deserved to be named with such oh. a ridiculous fan opinion oh. um well it was he delusional absolutely not was he sticking up for his team was he hardly going to turn around and say yeah we're shit blah 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 he yeah, believed sort of... he believed they were the better team and in the first half united were the better team um second half spores were the better Ooh. team well, debatable, but debatable. Yeah. But, but you'll debate but, it to the hills. As a United, as a United fan, I'll debate it with you, and I'll say we were about him. Um, so delusional, no. Um, he he said what you would expect him to say, and I think only being at the club two games, he's come out and talked twice. Um, so big, fucking swinging balls, and I'm fair play to him. Yeah, fair folks. Um, most people will hide and run for the hills, but he won't. Why have I used that 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 phrase twice? Anyway, um. Yeah, it wow. is a good phrase. It's a top fucking phrase. I rate it. Uh, next one, Mouse97, underscore 97, by the way. Uh, your disappearance after the billion-dollar team were spanked. Excuse me, there were some catastrophic events that occurred, all right? There was some serious things that needed to be uh, assessed. Let's just say that. 
right? And my mental health was one of them. Um, so yeah, look, we we gave our we gave our opinions at the start and we gave our reasoning. Uh, me and Paddy were both in agreement that we both just deserved a bit of slack and I'm not yeah. sorry and I'll do it again. Like you can give, they can give a shit during the season if we don't give a reaction video, but like the start of the season when we've like new manager, you know, the, the values of a new manager, we have, yeah. you know, this up feeling of great season last season and, all, and then we get spanked both of our teams. Yeah. We, we, like, we can't be expected to yeah. react to that straight away. We need to have a little cry, you know, yeah. feel sorry for ourselves. What do you want? Do you want to see me cry on camera? Is that what they want to see, Paddy? Yeah, that's what it sounds that's like. What I want to say that's what I want to say. Oh well, look, okay, now what you want to say? Uh, <laughs> okay, on to the next one, Paddy. You the debut from Mister One Hundred and Fifty Million. Another shout out, please, please. I'm gonna read about after I say it. <laughs> okay. The debut from Mister One Hundred and Fifty Million stood out. Monocle smiley face, laughy smiley face from Aaron underscore Singleton. What do you think about that? Um, I, I think Aaron is a wind-up merchant, to be honest with you. He's a Manchester United Casado? fan. Yes, it is Casado. Um, You know, it did stand out. It, I can't say it didn't stand out because the all eyes were going to be on him, um, especially from Liverpool fans. He's no endo. Uh, he's no endo, but there is an endo inside. Ah! You've already used that one, you know, that's not going to work. Um, but I'll tell you what, he will be getting an endo, Scabby. Yeah! Sorry, I'm just fucking <laughs> torturing you. Right. Uh, yeah, look, it stood out, but let's let's see how many times he stands out for good reasons this season. Okay, let's see that one. Uh, on to the next one, Luke Collett, 24. Ten Hag saying United's midfield player better. Laughing face emoji. Paddy? Yes, he did say that. They played better in the second game than they did in the first game because <laughs> they were like three headless chickens in the first game and then they were just like one and a half headless chickens in the second game. So it is fair enough. Yeah, okay. I'll agree. Um, on to the next one. Sorry, we're flying through this so we can get this wrapped up and then we will have another podcast during the week as well. Uh, you, PK. I'll do it. Paddy's coughing. Uh, PK and 888, 1 billion loss to West Ham. Okay, right. We've established that. Jesus, we don't need to keep bringing it back up. Um, thanks for your message, though. Uh, Paddy, move on to the next one. Brain Baru 83. It is Brain Baru, yeah. Sorry, Brain, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but his name is actually Brian. But he's all right. That's, 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 yeah. Thanks for the info. Um, yeah. maybe he was trying to be inconspicuous and he didn't want people to know that. But thanks for letting everyone know. Um, yeah, look, Bruno name. looking for the ref apology. His whinge levels are worse than my three year old. Um, I'd look, agree. it's 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 not great, but look, this started with the Wolves game, and supposedly the head of the refereeing association went to the Wolves manager and apologized for the Onana um decision, which was absolute tripe. Why would they do that? Now they probably did, but what a bad decision to do. You just stay quiet. If a bad decision is made, it's just made, and that's it, just let it go. Yeah. You don't come out because then every player and every manager is looking for an apology for every decision, which is yeah. ridiculous. Bruno. Needs to cop on, act more like a captain. Um, he didn't deserve to be booked, though, for speaking to the referee because at the end of the day, he's the one player on the pitch who, for United who should be able to speak to the referee. Okay, fair fair opinion. I'll, I'll allow it. I don't know whether uh, Brian will, but anyway. Uh, last Brian. one. No, okay, Brian, uh, Brian. Okay, we'll call him Brian. Uh, Lawler7171. A familiar name to all those who listen to the podcast for a while 
Uh, but it's no, it's not Mr. Robbie Kane. It's his younger brother. Uh, and he is a Hammers fan. And this is why he's saying this to wind me up. Uh, War Pro Sean Enzo, who's really worth 100 million. Uh, yeah, good delivery. Can't, can't, uh, can't argue. Great signing for them, to be fair. Um, really good signing for, for West Ham. Um, but yeah, go fuck yourself. He's not worth 100 million. Suck me balls. Um, Paddy, that's it. We're going to leave it at that for this podcast. Uh, it's been a very explanatory one. Um, we've let the people know the the just the, the tough ongoings of our life. Um, and it was, it be was honest with you, tricky. For me, uh, it felt a bit like counselling. I actually feel a lot better now after I there we go after yeah. talking about it. Yeah, yeah I Thank feel you. better, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thanks to you too. Um, Right, I don't know why you're still watching this or listening to this and you just haven't subscribed because it doesn't make fucking sense. Um, so go and do it now. I don't know what you're yeah. waiting on. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on TikTok. We got mm. banned off TikTok, so we now need more followers than ever. Um, yeah. What you get banned for? Posting fucking copyright. How dare I? I go against the grain, all right? Completely gone. Banned but, but, every video. You want the porn that you posted. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know, maybe it's because I had a small dick. Yeah. Uh, but Twitter, uh, follow us on that for for whatever it is. We don't post that, man. But do it anyway. Uh, no, Spotify, X. X. Yeah, X, X. Sorry, I need. I fucking thought I changed that symbol. Uh, Spotify, listen to us, follow us. Apple Podcasts, listen to us, Only follow fans. us. You know what I mean? Only fans, subscribe. Tanner a month. Uh, right, that's it. Paddy, it's been great. Uh, see Bye. you on the next podcast that we... We will release maybe on. I was thinking Fridays for the new release date on on that. What do you think? Yeah, I like a good release on Friday. Yeah, I, I like to release stuff on Friday. Yeah, get yeah. you set for the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, th- I think releasing on Friday is 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 very. The Friday release, we'll call it. The Friday release. We're gonna call it the Friday release, right? We will be back on the Friday release. Uh, so we will talk to everybody then.